visiting with our Shab of the Week. It's Keaton Kabeca, junior wide receiver. And Keaton, it seems like every single time I think about some of the things that you've been able to bring to the Westlake program, every now and then you get an opportunity to do some big things. But it's what you do without the ball that I think a lot of people miss. We look at film all the time, and you know, all of a sudden there's you know, some DB on his back in, in the end zone, or there's some pancake block going on, and you think it's an offensive lineman, and then number five gets off the ground. Talk about your role playing without the ball, because I think it's a lot more special than people think it is. Yeah, Coach Rogers uh, always talks about it like that's his favorite part. I mean, he loves seeing the pancake blocks. It's such a, like a cool thing to see, like you put the dude on his back, and then your boy goes scores a touchdown. It's such a cool feeling to know like like you did your job so he could go score a touchdown. So I know with Coach Dodge, with that comes the ball. Have you found yourself in those moments where you've done your job and then the next play when you're down close or the next play you get a chance to, to ball out with the ball? Yeah, I mean, there'll be times where I put him on his back and the next play it'll be like a, a play right to me. I'm like, oh, okay, it works tenfold, like Coach Rogers always says, and it comes to me like the next play, so it's a good feeling. I think Coach Rogers is one of the most enigmatic guys in on the staff, and we've talked about this with a number of wide receivers, about how effective he is, and not just helping Coach Dodge on game day, but just how he has been able to forge a relationship. Now, obviously, he's had connections to some of these guys that have been around for a long time in the Wesley community. With you, you know, you come in fall of the, the COVID year, and what makes him so special to the wide receiver room? I mean, he's a character. I mean, everything that he says, uh, you kind of question some things at first. You're like, does this really work? And then, I mean, you'll do it. You'll be like, wow, he was right. Like, it worked perfectly. And, I mean, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He definitely taught me the most out of anybody I've ever met before. So, very thankful for him. I have these call sheets that we use for the broadcast. And I remember... Keaton Kabeca was a receiver and I remember wow a freshman receiver starting in a 6A team and then the next minute you're a chaparral you know you started on an opponent's sheet and now you're on a Westlake sheet I think you might be one of the only very the hand, a very small handful of people that actually got to play against Westlake and then become a chaparral yeah it was crazy I mean going into the to the Baylor game back freshman year I mean it was a hype game I knew I really I knew Westlake but I never really dove into the team, so I didn't know much about them until that week. I mean, we get in the game, and I mean, their atmosphere, I could tell. I mean, they came in a lot more juiced than us and ready to go better than we did and had a better game plan. And then coming over here, I mean, the weight room, the way practice goes, the way games, the atmospheres, everything's just so much different. And I mean, you really get that Texas high school feeling here. I think it's also unique because I look across this team, Bray, Connor, Nick from last year. You played against Westlake. Now you're a member of this. You can kind of understand it from the inside out. And what's your perspective now as a guy that's really entrenched himself? I feel like I could contribute more to like some of the things that are being said in meetings and people kind of like respect what I say a lot more now. And I mean, just going out on game day, I can kind of talk to people. They really feel like they, I feel like they understand me more now that I kind of been here and making plays and being a little leader out here. So it's definitely a big deal difference. I mean, right when I got here, Luke Nicholas, Jaden Cade, they took me in. They showed me what it's like to be a chaparral and feeding off what they taught me onto the uh, younger kids they're bringing up. It's I'm thankful for them. How cool is it to see middle schoolers and elementary schoolers kind of looking up at you and going, hey, I want to be that one day. What's that like when you see those younger guys look up to you and admire you? I mean, it's the best feeling ever. You really get to, like, stop and realize, like, you were just there a couple of years ago. I mean, I remember my brother played varsity football when I was in, like, third grade. And, I mean, I would look up to those kids. I would When they, he would hang out and bring them over, I would just sit there and smile the whole time. So being there now and looking up kind of sometimes in the stands and seeing all those kids there yelling your name, I mean, it's a really humbling feeling knowing that you're here now. And, I mean, they, they're looking up to you and they're about to be the future of Chaparral football in a couple of years. 
I know that you have your future in mind, and I know that as you start to grow, that your opportunities to play at the next level are going to be very much the the conversation. Being in a receiver room with Jaden Greathouse, being in a receiver room with guys like Pierce Turner, it allows you the opportunity to kind of sit back and say, okay, at some point in this season, I am going to make a key play. What's that drive like? What's that determination like of having guys that you're super competitive with really make you a better player? How much does the competition factor or make you a better player. Oh, yeah. Having people like Bryce Chambers, Jaden Greyhouse, Pierce Turner definitely drives you a lot more than some other receiving rooms. Like during offseason, maybe me and Jaden compete during the sprints. Like every time when he beats me, I'll be all mad and then, you know, I'll beat him a lot. So, I mean, it's fun, definitely. I mean, Bryce is probably one of the best receiver blockers we have. So, watching him get all those pancakes, it makes you want to make sure you want to do the same thing and kind of compete with him on who can get the most pancakes. And everybody just kind of pushes each other. It makes us, I mean, as good as we are. I do mess up a lot. And last week I messed up big time because I don't know what it is. You and Jaden might go back and forth to practice. You might run in sprints. You might compete all the time. But on game day, you guys are dressing alike. You know, I look down and I see the, you know, all the the wristbands and I see all the stuff on your arms and I'm looking there. And then the first couple plays where y'all run the motion and it looks like it's going to be a, you know, a screen pass and then a throw. I'm thinking, okay, Quebec is going to do this at some point. He's gone in motion two or three times. And then it goes to Jaden. I screw that up. But then Bryce Chambers comes in and makes probably one of the best plays a wide receiver can make without catching a ball. Cool trick play that was going to pick up a bunch of yardage, probably set up set up a touchdown or maybe set up a first and goal opportunity, and then all of a sudden the ball comes out and you see Bryce just booking it to the ball. What did you say to him after that play? What, what was the celebration like when you guys recovered the ball? Oh, I was just so happy he was there. A lot of people don't know, he had a stop route on the uh, backside, and I mean, most receivers in the country would just kind of walk in and be like, okay, like, next play's coming up, Jack's about to go get 40 yards. But he decides to sprint down the field and, I mean, be there just in case anything happens like it did. I mean, that effort that he showed, I mean, definitely celebrating that it was still our ball. We got to go score a touchdown, so... And it's cool because you end up scoring on that, and then you come back with Sully's pick six. And I have to ask you about Sully's pick six because we have video of you coming up. And it was so cool because a guy that's been in the wide receiver room his whole time at Westlake, and about three games ago they realized, well, wait a minute, we can probably put Sully on the defensive side of the ball, and he could probably do really well. Parts are interchangeable at times, but this is a busy wide receiver room. you got you, you've got Jaden, you've got Bryce, you've got Pierce, you've got Hunter. you got a lot of guys that can go catch the ball, but not a lot of guys that could go on the other side and, and do well. What was the wide receiver response? What was your response when Sully got that pick six? Oh, he a traitor. Uh, that's a <laughs> That's what everybody thought. I mean, during practice, when we go one-on-ones and he goes to the defensive side, I mean, we all talk talk our mess to him. During receiver dinners, we're like, nah, you can't come with us no more. You're not a receiver no more. So, I mean, we definitely pick on him a lot, but I mean, the uh, growth that he's shown on defense and how much he's helping our team, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to see a receiver go and get a pick six. Yeah, so. he, a receiver gets a pick six, and then you're the one of the first ones over to congratulate him. What did you say to him? You look good, you look good out there on defense. <laughs> What I love is he said, I read him like a book, and I think that was the one of the greatest things ever because, you know, it's this Lake Travis game for guys that have been around this community for a long time. It meant a lot. The current team is not necessarily a part of the things that happened in the past, but you hear about it. You grow up with it. You understand the rivalry. For you as a newcomer, how good did it feel to, to be a part of something like that where you not only beat a rival, but you win a district championship? Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, when I moved here and, I, and it was a big LT week, I could see all the drive of the people, just how much like the, their hop and their step during practice just got a lot bigger. And, I mean, they wanted to win this game more than anything. So going out there and just getting the district championship, I can tell it meant a lot to the team and a lot to me just going out there. I know they're our rival, but it was a great, it was a great feeling. 
Well, it's funny because, you know, you guys win two state titles without beating Lake Travis. You know, obviously lose the one before you got here in, in 2019. You don't win last year because the game didn't happen, and then you win this one. You look around at the reaction. You got a touchdown pass in a Lake Travis game in a district oh, yeah. championship because for you, it means you're officially a part of it. It means you're a part of that rivalry. It means you're a part of that 63 points, and, and it gives you something to, to kind of hang your hat on. For Westlake guys, you know, this community has endured their fair share of losses on the on the other end of this rivalry, and I th- but it means a lot to the community. Do you feel that? All the parents, you, they, I mean, they were all, all the dads were texting all night just how excited they were to win this game. I could tell it means a lot to Westlake. So back in Katy, we never really had like a community that was this big about football. The next day I would get some lunch, and there's a couple of dads there just celebrating and giving me high fives all about it. I was like, oh, this is different. This is cool. What a lot of people don't understand is there's no recipe for a state championship. You know, you don't just go out and win one. It's not luck. It starts, you know, very early on in the process. How hard was learning how to practice and learn it? You said learning to become a chaparral and a lot of guys took you in. What's that journey been like for you? It's definitely a challenge. Uh, I mean, it was hard at first because, I mean, I don't think there's really a lot of teams in the country that practice the way we do. I mean, we wake up at 4.45 to get here in the morning for practice, off-season, shot maker. It's just, it's a grind for sure. It took a time to get pretty used to. Now it's just, it's the way we do things. And it's, I mean, it's definitely still hard, but I mean, we know our mindset's right. I got the chaperone mindset now. So, I mean, just coming out here and practicing every day, wake up in the morning, never really like struggling or complaining about it. It's definitely a grind, but it's fun for sure. I find that people who compete at a certain level at high school sports are doing it for a number of reasons. And I know that you have goals beyond high school. You know, you're a unique type of talent because I think on any other team, you'd be the number one wide receiver. You probably had the most catches, the most yards, and the most touchdowns. But on a team where the wealth is spread with the offensive line, your wide receiving room, the, the running backs, and especially the quarterback, has given you a unique insight of what playing this game is all about and what being a part of something like that will help you at the next level. Oh, for sure. I mean, going against, competing against some of the best talent in the country on defense when we practice against them every day. I know in college, all the kids on the team are going to be there for a reason. I, I understand that the boss gets spread around in college, so being here and having as much talent we do on offense is definitely preparing me and showing me how to work without the ball especially and just getting ready for the next level we've heard this from a number of guys that have that have had the opportunity to kind of join Westlake in their high school career and they immediately say that it's almost like we're instant family and you know talking to Connor earlier this year even talking to you know some of the guys from last year even Nick was like I feel like I've lived in Westlake my whole life and it's the way that this group of guys and this team and this organization treats you when you got here what was the who was the first person that said hey come with me and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna welcome you into the family Cade I texted him before I got up here Cade invited me out to uh to throw some routes and so we went through out there I met Rhett Gieske Lucas Maru Jade, we all met the time, and then the first time I moved down here, my first interaction with everybody, we had conditioning, and I'm like, I was in the best shape, and we ran six gassers, not even that bad, and I was out of it, and uh, all they were there to kind of like, what's up, welcome to Westlake, like, I was on hands and knees, just throwing up a little bit, so... <laughs> It was a good first impression. You look around and go, what did I get myself into? But I think it's gotten into a place where I think you know what your value is to this team. Your captains, your leadership, what are you learning as a junior wide receiver that you know is going to help you next year? How important it is to have that relationship with everybody on your team. Teams can have the most talent in the world. They're not, they don't have that, that bond outside of football. and They don't go hang out with each other and just have that bond. I mean, you can see the bond that you have translate to the game. I mean, it's all just like poetry, emotion out there when you know your brother out there and you know how Kay's gonna put it just that 
that connection that everybody has out there. I think what you're talking about is a family. And for me, a football family is something that a lot of people say, but not a lot of people do. Do you find that family is what Westlake does? People could say all the time, like, oh, yeah, I got your back, like, outside of football. But, I mean, here they really prove it. I mean, in many cases, they they show they're always going to be there for you and they're always going to have your back. The attack team is probably one of the special things in this program that I think a lot of people, especially the guys that get to play a lot, really understand how valuable they are. And nothing is more exciting for me, anyway, as a broadcaster to kind of look down on the sidelines when somebody has done something, whether it's Trevor Sabraco scoring a touchdown or whether it's Alex Palazzuoli or even Marlo Foken delivering a blow on some dude. I think you look at the attack team as something that is so special and unique, and there seems to be a ton of respect. Can you describe what that's like from a player perspective people overlook the attack team so much and most attack teams around the country they don't go as hard as I mean some kids on the attack team would be like oh I shouldn't be here kind of loafed around I mean the people on our attack team take it really serious give us the best look for the game they don't jack around out there so I mean they make the right read so they make sure K doesn't mess up in the game he might make the wrong read in practice one time but I mean in the game he'll see it bam touchdown their role in the team is huge who's the baddest dude on the attack team that you go up against Probably Onsfall, for sure. I mean, he, he gives me a great look every day. I mean, he lines up at different positions. He definitely goes hard, makes sure I'm getting better out there. And then watching in kind of on the defense, uh, or like going inside, Anthony Locks are going out there for the uh, interior for the O-lineman too. I also look at when you guys go good on good. This is what's fun for me is you start to imagine what good on good looks like. And we know what it means for the offense and defensive line. You're talking about the best in the state arguably on one side and the best in the state arguably on the other. But the same goes for the defensive backs and when you guys go good on good the stories I hear is that Denim Collins packs pretty good punch and oh, yeah. who's the guy that in practice really gets after it and, and really comes comes at you pretty strong even when everybody's dead tired but always going 100% for sure is Luke Aaron if I have a go route we're so tired I mean, he's always on my hip sometimes just dead tired he'll give his full effort and then of course Ethan Burke too always making TJ get better all of them get better so I mean we definitely have a lot of competition out there and it's it's great Irish shoppers iron out there and everybody just get better final thought as we visit with Keaton Quebec our shop of the week junior wide receiver there's a lot of ways that people get ready for a game and you have a unique perspective because as you started as a freshman in a playoff game against Westlake you're now a starter for Westlake going into a playoff game what is it like when you get ready you know what's your go-to routine as a freshman I kind of didn't really take it so serious I would jack around before the game and then get ready for the game and then go out there but here I definitely take a lot serious uh, put my headphones in just get in the right mindset a good thing here that I mean really helps a lot is Coach Dodge always has a dream, the beautiful dream. I mean, the whole day on game day, I'll picture myself making the touchdown, and then many times I'll go out there and make the exact play I thought about and score a touchdown. I'm like, wow, it really works. What's the one goal that you want for yourself for this year? I know you have a whole other year ahead of you, and I know that there's a lot to look forward to, but there's a chance at history here and for you to be a part of it. All of us as athletes and competitors, and there's always that one thing that, that you really want. Outside of team goals, what's the one thing that you're looking forward to get out of this year? This year, one thing I really want to do is be a, be a lot better leader. I've never really, being on varsity teams and always being the young guy, I've never really felt like that was a big bargain on my shoulders. But this year, I mean, when I see people down, I really want to strive to better myself and picking them up and letting them know they're good and going out there to seeing them improve and do their job right this time. And so being a leader is probably one of the biggest things I want, I want to improve on. And He's Keaton Quebec, our Shop of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Yes, sir. Thank you.